Welcome to Equip to Stand with Sherry Yates. Today we're going to dig into some more deeper Bible stuff on the Holy Spirit. I think it's really important that we understand the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to do a few part series on this. And I hope you hang out with me so that you learn exactly what you have. It's important to know what you have so that you're equipped to stand. Hey friends, thanks for joining me. Today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. And a friend of mine told me, hey, it'd be a good idea if you had some topics so that you don't repeat yourself. So I just want you to know in advance, I'm probably going to repeat myself in the Holy Spirit talk. So I'm going to give you a quick overview of the Holy Spirit and what we're going to talk about. And then we'll dig in a little deeper next time. So first of all, I wanted to tell you that the Holy Spirit throughout the Bible from the Old Testament to today has different roles. So, you know, in the very beginning with Adam and Eve, the Holy Spirit, you know, they had God in flesh walking with them in the garden daily. They spent time with the Lord. But then once, you know, they sinned and fell away, then the Holy Spirit, God could send it so that it would empower someone to be able to do the work that they needed to do in front of them. They could carry out his will and then he could take it back. So that Holy Spirit came and it was taken back. For example, when King Saul did not obey God, God took his spirit away from him so it could come and it could go. And we call that the dispensation of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. The second one I want to talk about is the Holy Spirit in the gospel. When Jesus walked the earth, the Holy Spirit was totally different, right? Because the Holy Spirit lived in Christ. It was like a unique time for the Holy Spirit and the way, you know, the Holy Spirit came in like a dove on Jesus' arm. The Holy Spirit is not a dove, just so you know, it's not a bird. You may think it's a bird, but there are just a lot of types and shadows in scripture that reveal things to us so that there's some mystery in it. We have to actually lean in and know the Lord to understand the word. So the time during the gospel, it was like, yes, the Holy Spirit was in Jesus and he equipped his team to be able to do everything he needed. But we didn't see a lot of kings being anointed during that time and stuff. It was like we were seeing the gospel and the Holy Spirit lived out through Matthew through John. So the third and final way the Holy Spirit is revealed is through the New Testament. Starting in about Acts 2, when you see the fiery tongues on the heads of all of those disciples in the building, you know, at Pentecost, we saw the Holy Spirit come in a new way. And what's interesting in this, you know, church age Holy Spirit is that that's the point when Jesus died, gave up his life to send his Holy Spirit to live in us, to be our friend, our advocate, and everything we ever needed. But he said, I'm going to seal you with this Holy Spirit. So this time he gave the Holy Spirit in a way that he can't take it back. We're living in a time where people have the Holy Spirit and you can suppress the Holy Spirit. You can stop listening to the Holy Spirit. You can blaspheme the Holy Spirit, but I don't think you can get it out of you. So that is not a right way to live. I'm not saying that God desires holiness. He desires that we become more like him. And when we are filled with his Holy Spirit, that can't be taken back. You can't help it become like him. You literally are convicted. Maybe you wake up every day and you're just like, oh, I'm not living in sin. I know this isn't right. That is the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. So we have three dispensations of the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament, where it could come and go. 
the New Testament when Jesus walked the earth, which is the gospel dispensation. And then the final one is the New Testament, the church age of the Holy Spirit, where God sent his spirit and it remains. It remains. Once Jesus paid the price, the ultimate sacrifice on the cross for us, the Holy Spirit could be sent out and it wouldn't be returned to God. So if you aren't sure of your salvation, I want you to pray and ask God for assurance. And, you know, the Bible says all you have to do is confess. Confess that you believe Jesus is Lord, that he was born of a virgin, that he paid the price for you so that you could have eternal life. And what is eternal life? It's knowing God back to where Adam and Eve walk with him daily. We can walk with him moment by moment, day by day. And all we have to do is confess that and believe it with our heart and we are saved. And so we're just going to pray that really fast. So Father, I thank you. I believe that you died for me, that there was a great exchange. While I deserve death, you paid the full price so that I could have life. Thank you, Jesus, for laying down your life for mine. Even though I never deserved it, you did it anyway. It's such a powerful gift. Thank you, Father. Thank you for providing a way that I could have communion with you every day and I could walk, you know, technically, you know, metaphorically in the garden with you, in the garden of my life through every trial, every valley. You are the one with me. Thank you that you filled me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me right now. If I have never been filled before, fill me with your spirit right now, Lord, and I receive it. I receive your spirit. I receive your love. I receive forgiveness of my sins, and I forgive myself. And thank you, Father, that your word says when you give your spirit, you never take it away. You seal it up. It's in a sealed place that nothing can come out. No more is getting in. I have everything I need. And there's no sizes of the Holy Spirit, but I have the perfect size of the Holy Spirit to do the work that you've called me to do on this earth. So thank you, Father, for saving me, for equipping me to do everything I need to do on this side of eternity. Father, help me to know you better. Help me to look like you and become an example of who you are. Make me into your image, Lord. And I praise you for this word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. I am secure. Thank you that you're not going to take yourself away from me that you look at me as worthy and enough and you love me and I was chosen and holy and blameless and known before I was formed in my mother's womb. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer with me or if you didn't and you want to go back, just go back and listen and pray it for yourself. Pray your own words. I can guarantee you that when you have the Holy Spirit, your life will be different. You will be equipped. You'll be empowered. You'll be zealous. You'll want people to know the Lord. You want them to know what you have. You won't be jealous. You'll be zealous. So pray that word and remember that when you're hungry and you're thirsty for more of God, he's already there. You're already equipped. You have everything you need. He's never going to leave you, never forsake you. That's who he is. Hey, next time we're going to pick up some more on the Holy Spirit. I love you guys. Have a great week.